Welcome to the Fantasy Football Profit Podcast, hosted by Craig Phillips and Jeff Torrey. Visit us at FantasyFootballProfit.com. And now your hosts, Welcome Craig everyone to the Fantasy Football Profit Podcast. I'm Craig Phillips, joined as always by Jeff Torrey. And hey, we're here for a special episode this week. We don't haven't had two episodes a week during the offseason, but hey, it's NFL Draft. So I feel like it's wrong if we don't react to the first round of the draft here. So here we are. Jeff, there's a you know decent amount of uh, fantasy relevant players possibly in this first round. I mean, receivers, a lot of receivers, good receivers picked. No running backs, which you know I guess isn't surprising. They maybe a running back could go at the end, but none none did. So I guess we'll just go through some of these players here, some of the guys that actually will make a difference, and some of the interesting uh, you know picks here. I guess we'll just start off. We don't have to talk about this one much, Jeff. But Joe Burrow goes number one, no surprise. Still. Probably not being drafted in any kind of redraft leagues, right? I mean, I don't see how he would be. No, I, I don't believe so. I, I like his talent. Um, if you're in a dynasty, he's a great pickup. I think he is the real deal. But, you know, rookie yeah. quarterbacks have a, a really rough time producing fantasy numbers right away. So I, I won't be looking at him. No, but just, you know, obviously dynasty, different story. But nothing, nothing for our purposes right now that we need to worry about. Yeah, I think he's going to be a good player, but. You know, he, and who knows? Maybe, maybe best case is what bye week fill in. That's what you you know, usually the best case scenario. Let's see. Then what the next uh, position player was uh, Tua there going to the Dolphins, which I mean, this one this one becomes interesting if he actually is a starter, not for him, but for the players around him. And I actually don't know if I would like um, some of those receiver. I like the receivers with uh, Fitzpatrick. To be honest, I might like them more this year with Fitzpatrick than I would Tua. Just something about Fitzpatrick and fantasy numbers. The guy can throw up a bunch of bunch of points. So I don't know if Tua became the starter. I don't know if he will, but if he did, I I might actually downgrade like Devontae Parker and you know Devontae Parker. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I totally agree with you. I I like Tua. I think it was a good pick by them. I like what they did in the first um, round in general, right? I mean, you, you yeah. took a really, I mean, Tua seems like a really great leader. He's obviously a good quarterback. You take a, an offensive tackle who can protect him and then you trade down later on in the draft as well. Yep. Um, you know, and, and you still get a, uh, a good cornerback. So I really like what they did. And once again, though, it's, it's the quarterback situation it, rookie year, very tough to take, so I, I won't be playing him, but in football in general, just real football, uh, I think the Dolphins knocks it out of the park. Yeah, I thought I thought maybe they might go running back there with that last pick they got there, you know, at pick 30. That would have been a nice little addition. Yeah, I was wondering. I, I mean, yeah. but think about this, too. I mean, they obviously get to pick in the second round right away. So uh, yep, true. they can pick any running back they want now, or, or they could get a wider. I mean, you know, they really have, and I believe they have two second round picks. So they do. Yep. They are going to really they'll be. Get, they'll get a stopped. running back. With, they'll get a running back with one of those. Yeah. And, I really like what they're doing. Yeah. So that's good. Yeah. It just depends if he's a starter, it changes this year's value. But, you know, we'll see. The next uh, Chargers went and got their quarterback, Justin Herbert, there. I think it's a good pick, too. Um, you knew Tyrod Taylor isn't going to be the guy completely. And is this going to be another spot where Tyrod oh. Taylor's the starter at the beginning and then loses it? <laughs> yeah, I was just Oh, wow. That, yeah, let's yeah just, I know. Yeah, so I, can we just talk about this? Because- yeah, Chiefs. 
Wow. Okay. okay. So Chiefs pick uh, the very last pick. We were obviously starting right before this. We did not think a running back would go. No. And if one did go, I thought obviously it would be Swift or J.K. Dobbins or or our boy from Wisconsin. But no, LSU, Clyde Edwards Hilaire gets that drafted. That is a surprise. Yes, drafted to KC. I mean, what does that automatically do for him? Because that was Man. one spot. If he, if a running back went there, we thought, wow, he could really do something in fantasy. What are your thoughts on this one? Oh, man. Not, I, not the guy we thought, but. No, I mean, but this was what I, I talked about the other day on the show, and my I liked um, the player who would go to the Chiefs. Remember? And I thought it would be like a later, like a third round maybe, you know, kind of a thing. End of second, third round. And it would have, and Edward Tolaire was one of the options. I thought it was Acres or Edward Tolaire, one of those guys. I thought it would just be in like maybe the beginning of the third round. So surprises me. But I, and if he if he gets a bulk of the work, I like. It. I mean, his fantasy value is going to be pretty good. I mean, I think he's a good player. I don't, man. I didn't see him being better than Taylor and Swift and Dobbins, though. Man, I, I. I don't know if I'm there on that, it, I, but but it's the perfect situation yet. If he's the main guy, and this puts Damian Williams more in a you know a complimentary role now, right? Which he's probably better suited for, and he doesn't have to be the main guy. So I think it fantasy wise, I think it'll be okay. And I don't know if he'll get overhyped. I'm not I'm not sure how hyped he'll get. He'll get hyped because it's the Chiefs in the situation, but it's not the man. I'm I'm surprised by this. This kind of throws me off. <laughs> Yeah, I'm pretty shocked. I'll be honest. I'm right there with you. The top three guys in my mind were pretty clear cut. I mean, obviously they liked him enough to he fits their scheme, whatever they want to do. In your mind, because I mean, in your mind right now, because of because we weren't expecting it. Because I mean, at least I'm trying to figure out in my head. I'm like, okay, does this fit a scheme? Does this do this? Is this going to be more of a, a committee backfield because they didn't take one of the other guys, I mean, you figure like they would have, but I mean, does this hurt your opinion of this round? Like, I know you said whoever goes to KC, you um, would be really high. I still, on, but- I'm still high on them. I, I'm gonna be, and I think they're gonna be gonna be really valuable. I think I'm more just su- surprised that this is the pick they made. No, I mean, not not that anything wrong with Edward Tolaire. He's a good player, but you just didn't. I didn't see him. I didn't see him as the you know the top running back in the draft, but. I you know it's gonna. I think it's gonna be fine. It's gonna be sort of a committee, I believe. Damien Williams isn't gonna go away, right? He's gonna he's gonna get to play, and he'll he'll be there. And man, this is um, <laughs> I I really thought this might happen, but in the third round, that's why it's just surprising. <laughs> yeah, it's, and uh, I know he can. I know he can catch the ball as well, right? He did have fifty five receptions. I mean, he can kind of do it all. But and that's why I was mm-hmm. like, okay, if they don't take Taylor, I understand, right? If he's not the first running back off yeah. the board. But, but the I mean, the the other two have proven that they can catch the ball with ease, right? J.K. Dobbins, and so I, I'm I'm still I'm I'm blown away by this. This is probably the because I I really thought going into the first round we were going to see, and and we did see a few that were kind of shifted around, but nothing that really really surprised me, right? This is the first pick that I'm just completely uh, well, taken aback by. I mean, he, well, he's a, he's a, he's gonna fit this offense, though. I think it's going to be, you know, it's gonna be a fun offense. He's going to be valuable. He's gonna have some, uh, you know, some really <laughs> fun times watching him play. So I think it's gonna be good. It's gonna be a good fit. You know, does he now? Man, does he become? 
that it's, it's all going to depend on where Taylor goes, where, you know, Swift goes, where Dobbins goes, if their situations are good enough. Um, Cause this is the best situation for a rookie running back. It just, I believe it is. Unless, I mean, Tampa might be. I was going to say Tampa could be a big one. There's a few other places, yeah. but uh, yeah, I mean, he'd be the front runner, right? And it will throw a wrench in not only redraft leagues, but even dynasty yeah. leagues. I mean, you're going to be looking at this guy and you have three other guys that you thought would be ahead of him. And now you're like, mm, all right, well, he's right up there with, with my number one running back. I mean, if one of those three guys do not go to Tampa Bay, it, you know, uh, yeah. It changes the whole complexion of it. Man, that's like my situation having the first pick in a dynasty draft. <laughs> yeah, now you have to really kind of figure out what you want to do with it. Man, I thought I I didn't I just didn't see that one coming. It's a very interesting pick. Um, yeah, I, not saying it's a bad pick. I just it it feels like a reach, but who knows? This was a odd draft process this year, right? So who knows? All right, well, I guess <laughs> that one threw us off there. Who what were we talking about? Justin Herbert, uh, Chargers. Yeah. <laughs> a guy that will not be fantasy relevant. <laughs> yeah, the, he, I think he could probably take over the job. Let's talk about that. So I think he could probably take over the job from Tyrod. That's probably what's going to happen, right? Tyrod I, Taylor starts the season as the starter like he does, like he did with Cleveland, and then he'll lose the job at some point. I mean, yeah, this guy <laughs> cannot catch a break. I mean, he really can't. I, I, don't, I don't think he loses the job until until they're out of the playoffs and then, you know, if if they are out of the playoffs and Herbert would start the yep. last few games or whatever, I, I don't see Justin Herbert being at the place where he can actually take it from Tyrod Taylor. Um, but either way, it you know that, that pick doesn't help me in any way for how I talked about Keenan Allen or no. Eckler or anything like that. It yeah, I don't feel better. I don't feel worse. It just it I don't know the situation's great for those guys yet. It's just you know, I think your your choice of Keenan Allen maybe falling off a little bit is probably you know, decently accurate. I'm just, I'm not sure these, it's not going to be there with Herbert this year, unless he's, you know, he's a lot. Most quarterbacks aren't amazing year one anyway. It, does, it just doesn't happen. So. Right. Well, how, do you, how do you view separate. Justin Herbert as far as a dynasty prospect then? You know, he's, I, I see, you know, there's always these quarterbacks like this. There's always one or two of them that just don't pan out. Right. And I, I, I like him. I'm just not, I'm not in love with the player. I guess you know what I mean. I I think he's um he's good. I just he never really you know just impressed me that much. Where I'm like, okay, this guy's you know a big time NFL quarterback necessarily. I mean, he can throw the ball. Obviously, the guy has great arm strength and stuff, but he hasn't been as good the last you know two seasons. It wasn't like he was that you know impressive to me, honestly. At at or he was he was good, but it's his numbers weren't something that you just like, oh man, this guy's really, really good. So I don't know. It's one of those where it's yeah, is he is he that great? I mean, we had Josh Rosen get picked in the top ten two years ago and where's he? You know? Well, it happens. He's uh <laughs> gonna be on the same team as Tua, so Yeah, exactly. I mean Herbert's numbers were were good, but they're not I don't know. He's he's fine. Yeah. He's fine. Yeah, I'm with you. I think I think he looked the part more than. Uh, yeah, it's one of he's those. Got, he's yeah. got to earn it now, and, and that's the thing. I do, I do think that he has talent, but I I don't think that. I, mean, I, I think seen, sitting for a year or two would be really good for him. I mean, I've seen too many quarterbacks drafted early that just it's more because they look like the, an NFL quarterback and they have the arm strength that just doesn't quite work all the time. So, you know. I mean, okay, look at like so this one it worked out a different way. Like Josh Allen, he got picked because of his arm strength, but. No one talked about his 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 ability to run, and that's the only thing that's kept kept him fantasy relevant. I don't think Herbert will do that for you. So, 
Yeah, we'll see. He he did he, run quite he a bit will, at the end I, of the I year. Just don't know. I don't know. Josh Allen was something different. Which yeah, is, I mean that's very true. But yeah. we didn't think that at this point either. No, you know? I thought I, I was not a fan of Josh Allen. So. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, fantasy year one, not going to make a difference. So, right. all right. How about we go to the twussy? Well, <sighs> I guess we'll go to the twelfth pick here. Can we go uh, to the the most Raiders type pick? Oh man, I mean, did, I think Al Davis came back from the dead and made this pick. Well, yeah, this is I, his player. I don't have like, anything against Rugs really. No, but, but it's just but he's the first wide receiver off the board. Are you can me. He wasn't even the best wide receiver on his team. Uh, this is this is the thing that bugs me. Speed, I know he ran speed. Yes, speed. You run the forty, and you will shoot up draft boards. I mean, how, when has this really paid off? I mean, Very what is, what, is it, what comes to mind? John John Ross, like oh yeah, John know. Ross would be a big one. Shoot, you can go back on. There's people you can go back through the first round um, of NFL receivers that just they you know speed and this kind of stuff took over, and they really didn't have the production, and people just you know. Cordero Patterson, he was a first round pick, you know, one yep. of those type. I remember Troy Williamson back in the mid two thousands to the Vikings. I remember that guy. Yep. He was, you know, fast as could be, and well, he didn't do anything, right? So it happens. I'm not saying that's rugs. I just it gets that it gets that John Ross vibe. You yes, know? I, I think he's more John Ross than he is Tyreek Hill, right? I'm like, yeah, that. and that's kind of what people say. You know, is this Tyreek Hill? But no, he maybe he's in between. I mean, John Ross. Injuries have stopped John Ross. So maybe we won't ever know what John Ross was. Your could have been true, and he was on a bad team. But yeah, it's, it's uh, a very Raiders all that, thing. Yes, I was going to say it's a very Raiders thing when you could have almost a guaranteed sure thing with with Judy or or Lamb or no, I mean, but you're like, ah, we'll we'll roll the dice even though we're a bad team, and we're gonna you know try to get that really really fast guy. Yep, yep, and um, yeah, eh, you know, I don't think he's gonna have big fantasy numbers this year. I, I'm not expecting that. He's going to probably have some big plays. He'll probably show some promise, but have a breakout fantasy season. I, I'm not seeing that. I don't. I don't see that coming right now. Yeah. No, I, I do not either. Not not by not by a long shot, actually. No, but just not not what I see. All right. Next up was pick 15, and it was Jerry Judy. It He's, was the better Alabama wide receiver, right? and would, he goes to a place where I, I so, really love this. I, so I really yeah. Do. I, I I like the pick for Judy. I like the pick for Denver. I just almost more interested than what it means for Jerry Judy is what does this mean for Cortland Sutton? Do you still like him ranked as high as he's been getting ranked in these in these preseason rankings? Does he still stay there top fifteen with another guy that could take away some you know catches from him? Yeah, without a doubt. I actually think this yeah. helps him out. I think you you lose Emmanuel Sanders, right? I mean, he was injured anyway, and you're going to have a young quarterback. The last thing you need is no one on the other side of you so people can double you because they already know that he's the real deal, right? He can really play ball, um, and it's just going to be a matter of what kind of coverage he gets and whether or not, you know, Locke can actually get it's, him yeah. the ball. Can Locke play? That's right. pretty much it. That, he that's shows the some question. promise, but. And if he can, I think Jared Judy and Sutton will be they can be both big contributors. Yeah. This is um Drew Drew Locke has a pretty good opportunity here with with his receiving core, I think. You know, he well he has Noah Fant too to throw yep. the ball to. So. And then and then you have a a good uh running back you know, back yeah, he's got well. Melvin Gordon. Yeah. Melvin Gordon and Lindsay. Lindsay. And there's no reason why you shouldn't be successful. Um, I know it's only your second year, but you've had a year to kind of get it under your belt. I, I think you should have a at least decent year with the kind of weapons they gave you. Um, so, yeah, I, I actually like this for Sutton more than I like it for Judy. 
but if Jerry Judy is really all he's cracked up to be, and I'm, I'm, I believe he's very good. I don't know if he's the type of talent that can transcend uh, first year and with a very young quarterback. But I'm, I'm. This is one that I'm going to be watching heavily and to see how this goes because I think Jerry Judy could be. I mean, it's not going to be a, a sneaky pick by any means because it's Jerry Judy, but I, I do think that he is going to be relevant. I, I do too. I, I don't think his value is going to get out of hand completely. I mean, he got obviously he'll be valued. Good rookie first round receivers always are, but he, you know, he'll be. You can get him for a decent price in like an auction draft, I think, and I, I think he has some good upside to this year. I'm not saying he's going to be. I mean, not many rookie receivers can win you titles or help you. Odell Beckham was something different, right? That, well, him and Mike Evans. I mean, it was that draft class, really. That same year, I still feel I I love that draft class. I don't know if you yeah. know that, Jeff. <laughs> I'm, I'm aware. Yeah, so. But all right, next up, another receiver off the board. Number this was kind of a surprise to me. Um, C.D. Lamb goes to the Cowboys, and. Just recently, I said, don't draft Dak Prescott, but maybe I was wrong. I was going to say, as soon as he got drafted, I was like, oh, Craig's going to eat his words. I, I mean, I kind of, I mean, I probably have to. If you're out there throwing the ball to Amari Cooper, CeeDee Lamb, and Michael Gallup, I mean, and you have Zeke behind you, it's a good offense. It, it's it's, it's a and, good offense. Yeah, and yeah. one of the better offensive lines, too. I mean, there's nothing that can go wrong for that guy. Uh, this is the thing that did crack me up, though, as I was watching the draft. Uh, Immediately they say, oh man, like you have Amari Cooper on one side, you have CD Lamb on the other. And my mind immediately <laughs> went to, I bet Gallup is sitting over there like, what the, like, yeah, what, this... what are you talking about? I, he played really, really well last year. So it'll be very interesting to see where they put Lamb or how they deal with the slot or what they're going to do with that. They have a ton of talent. And I, I don't, I mean, besides for Zeke, like, and he should demand the ball, I, you know, I, I don't see any one of these guys really being the prima donna necessarily, which will help. But if one of them gets a, you know, a chip on their shoulder, that could actually be the only downfall of what this offense could be. You know, and um, like Michael, this wasn't a pick like they didn't believe in Michael Gallup, obviously guy had 66 catches for 1100 yards and six touchdowns in his second year. That's, that was some impressive, impressive, very impressive second year. And I feel like he wasn't talked about enough, but I think this was a situation of, they didn't expect to have CD lamb on the board there. And you know, yeah, you you, you stock you take, up, you take this kind of player. Yeah, you go you go for the win now. They have a very good football yeah. team, so why not? But again, for fantasy for this season, I don't necessarily think Lamb's gonna you know jump out because he has a lot. He has Gallup and Cooper to contend with, and it's just not gonna be you know he's not gonna be bombarded with targets. But he's gonna. This is more of a this helps Dak Prescott fantasy situation that it helps cd lamb will be he'll be fine it's just i'm not going to be looking to get him in drafts or anything at this I, point i agree i wouldn't either i think and this is completely speculation obviously all of this is but cd lamb in the situation that he's in it does kind of in my mind it kind of uh rings that 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 warning bell of like okay i'm not going to draft him but uh, you know halfway through the season this guy might be someone that I I kind of keep watch of. And, hey, if, if he doesn't start right away, which he probably won't. I mean, you never know. Maybe he overtakes Gap. But we, we just got done talking about how Amari Cooper on your team, uh, Craig, you talked about he was one of those guys you would stay away with, not because he's not talented, but because he's kind of hit or miss. Like he'll have one huge game in the one. So if you do have a CD lamb that turns into one of Dak Prescott's favorite targets. Yep. He could turn into a more consistent version 
of say uh, uh amari cooper and we you know it's not out of this world amari cooper actually did really well his rookie year right so cd lamb could turn yeah. into a sneaky pick if 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 he turns into a consistent target for Dak, but we won't find that out for you know the first three four games at least yep all right what do we got next uh more receivers what well, we still got three more receivers that went in the first round jeez we got uh, what jalen rager to the eagles i not a surprise that the eagles picked a receiver um I was surprised that he 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 jumped yeah, over the next Jefferson, three wide yeah, receivers. Yeah, yeah. I didn't think he would be the guy yet. Um, he, no, well, another fast guy, good good player. Obviously, if you're drafting the first round, you're you're a good player. But I don't. Again, fantasy for 2020. You still got Alshon. You still got Deshaun Jackson there. You just you got people. He he. But he could. I mean, again, that's those aren't guys that if this guy is that good, he will jump them. No problem. So I'm not really that excited, I guess, at this point. I don't know. Just not nothing. It's just not jumping off the screen to me. No. It's something I'm that terribly excited on. I'll he, be completely yeah. honest. I don't think I know enough about Jalen Rhaegar. I, I was no, when they not, when they yeah. said his name, I was kind of like, what? Because I was waiting for them to say Justin Jefferson. And I was right. going to be like, that yep. is my favorite pick yet tonight. Uh, I still like him. Obviously, next we'll talk about him. But I, like like you said, Craig. I, he could turn into the number one like immediately. Yeah. I don't. I don't think he's that type of receiver though. That's the that's the thing that kind of bothers me. I think yep. he's more of the slot and a, and a, a good weapon for Wentz. I, I really don't have enough knowledge about this guy to really say he's not going to become that. But uh, it's it's one I'm gonna have to look more into because I was kind of uh, this was the other one that threw me a little bit. And so I mean, a lot of it's going to be too. Um, what happens? Do they keep Alshon? Do they cut Alshon? You never know with that. You know that if he gets if Alshon were to get cut, probably changes it quite a bit but at this point he's just if he gets drafted in a redraft it's at the end of the draft because you're taking a shot on a rookie that's how that's how he gets drafted for me right now it's not because i believe in there's going to be immediate value i just don't see that um no just not he'll be end of a draft you know you take a flyer on a guy that's what he is right right all right next up though like you said justin jefferson he goes pick number 22 one pick later he goes to the vikings which i like the spot I really do. Uh, behind behind the Eagles, which I really would have loved, I think Vikings is the next best landing spot for him. You have Thielen on the one side. He should be on the other. They don't have Diggs anymore. Um, I, I And Justin Jefferson, obviously, one of our lists talk about him. Um, he was one of my favorite players. I, I really do think that he was a little underrated in a weird way. Um, and I know that he played with a great quarterback, but what he was able to do, his 40 time, his combine, made it so okay yeah this guy really is as athletically athletically gifted as a lot of these other players he does have a little more height than say a Jalen Ragor or Brandon Ayuk um so I I really love this pick I think that he can make um an immediate impact because we all know that people are going to be trying to double Thielen and do all that good stuff I think Justin Jefferson can not only catch a lot of balls this year but I think he can be a red zone impact player so I love this pick yeah, I do too. This is, um, I mean, I'm, I'm just trying to think of like rookie rankings right now. And for me, it's like still Judy. I mean, Judy's number one, right? <laughs> for me. I like just fantasy terms. Man, Justin Jefferson's up there though. Uh, you know. Well, yeah, there's right now there's three that I think you could make a case for. 
Um, but he would probably be number two. I think it's very close between him and him and Judy. I honestly almost might put Jeff like just for this first year. I almost yeah. might want to put him, Justin Jefferson, number one. It it doesn't doesn't necessarily mean I would rank them that way for dynasty. Yeah, but I think exactly. It, it might be Justin Jefferson like quickly and then Jerry Judy. But I I might I don't know. I'll flip flop on those two. But he, he this is a good spot for him. He steps right into that number two receiver role. Uh, you know, and they're they're gonna pass the ball. He's gonna get targets. I think it's a good spot. And I think he's gonna get a good amount of volume right away. So I, I like I like the I like the spot for him. I think this is a good, really good landing spot. So I would have felt good about him going to the Eagles too. Like you said, that would have been I would have been good with either one of those spots. So it worked out, or even this next spot if he would have been the guy here. <laughs> yep. But so Brandon Ayuk goes to the 49ers. Um. You know, 49 what it's just they have basically well they have Kittle, obviously tight end. But other than at wide receiver, it was basically really just Debo Samuel, right? I mean, they have other guys, but Trent no, no, Taylor, yeah. Kendrick Bourne, um what Travis Benjamin, I think. Jalen Hurd's yeah. still there. We thought there Pettis just, a year ago was Pettis, gonna be something. Yeah. But um and they had I, Emmanuel Sanders they signed on later in the year. But yeah, I, I think this one makes a lot of sense. I actually really like the pick. He would probably be my number third as far as who could produce right away. My only thing with him is um yeah, I think he's great, but I think there's a lot of miles to feed there, in San there is a there's a lot of guys there that are going to get some. So I don't know if the numbers will be huge this first year. I think it's a good spot. This, I mean, it's a good pick for the Niners. They needed a receiver. And, yeah, the guys there, there's a lot of them, but nobody that's that impressive. You know, it's, it's, I think there's going to be, yeah, like you said, there's, they're going to spread this ball around, aren't they? They're going to spread it around, just like they use their running backs. They use a bunch of running backs. They're going to use a bunch of receivers. And I don't think any one player is going to be that dominant, except for George Kittle. Yeah. Maybe Kittle. Debo. I, I do like yeah. Debo. I'm, I think I'm a Debo. Debo fan. I am too. Yeah. I, I think he will be good. I think those two, you can kind of Kittle is like take it to the bank, and then Debo will be a solid pick. Everyone else, other than that, you're going to be, you know, kind of, you know, saying your prayers as you go into the week because you're like, oh, is this the week they're going to blow up, or is this the week that uh, you know, you know, they decide to play with one of their other many talented guys? Yep. All right. So what? One. I mean, other than uh, so, got quarterback here. Yeah, I was just trying to think here. This is this is not okay. Not fantasy relevant for this year at all. So Packers trade up and draft Jordan Love. Okay, this actually was the uh, the one. This was the biggest surprise of the entire first round for me. I, I think for everyone, I would have to assume. Yeah, do you think definitely. that? Do you think that uh, Aaron Rodgers has any idea they were going to do this? Do you oh, think I this don't is think so. A conversation. And how angry would you be if you were him? And T. Higgins is out there, and you have a, a or a, one of the great running backs, and they go out and they get your replacement. So today on um, it was a Pat McAfee show, I think it was today. Yeah, Rogers said, you know, we haven't drafted a skill player in 15 years, so that'd be kind of nice. <laughs> <laughs> and they you know draft his replacement. Uh, it was um, a skill player. <laughs> so he's he's basically Rogers, I believe, is the same age now that Favre was when the Packers drafted Rogers. Well, we all saw how it did work out, but my God, was that a battle? Are they going to do the same thing, forcing Aaron Rodgers out? Man, I don't know. I mean, but you know, okay, we we talked a lot last year how Aaron Rodgers wasn't quite Aaron Rodgers, right? He he was he was the last two years. The guy, he, I mean, he's obviously still a great quarterback, but his numbers weren't quite the same. I guess you would say he led them to a thirteen and three record, though. 
But maybe they just saw something. They're like, okay, we just got to get this guy here just for two years down the road, three years down the road. Which, man, if Rodgers wants to play till he's 40, 41, like these guys have been doing these days, he can't like this. <laughs> oh, no, I would be, I'd be very angry. And on top of that, I mean, they, they like you said, 13-3 and three record. You can finally run the ball. You finally have a defense that can hold them. You don't have to be Aaron Rodgers of old that throws for four touchdowns and 300 yards to win. And they go out and they do this to you. You have to just be like, we could win. We can win right now if you would get just you. go out and get yeah. me more weapons. Because all you have right now is a run game that is, you know, very good. But you could have added more to that. Or, you know, besides for Devontae Adams, they have no one. Why well, they wouldn't you go Devin Funches, didn't they? I mean, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, very good point. <laughs> there we go. But, yeah, I mean, my gosh, uh, I, if I was him, I'd be pulling my hair out like, dear God, man. Well, the funny thing is like a uh, diminished Aaron Rodgers who isn't quite as good leads his team to a 13-3 record, throws for 4,000 yards, 26 touchdowns, and only four picks. So, Yeah, uh, <laughs> it, it's mind-blowing. It's just because he didn't have 40 touchdowns. That's it, because they ran the ball more. You know, yeah, they controlled the clock. They played better D. I yeah. mean, yep. uh, so this this is – I don't know where you go from this. I mean, how many years can you possibly sit a quarterback to before you're just like, we want to get him in here? I mean, because what, Rodgers Rogers sat three. Yeah, and he was he was angry about it. They had to yeah. push Favre out. So, yep. I mean, is this a – does this start the clock? Does Aaron Rodgers have to say – how old is Aaron Rodgers, by the he's, way? He's 36. He turned 36 in December. So, okay, well, I guess that's not that crazy. I mean, maybe, maybe, and I highly doubt it as well, but maybe they really did have a conversation with him and say, hey, you know, well, you're getting to that age, blah, blah, blah. And he's like, you know, within three years, I guarantee I'm out. And they're like, well, we'll roll that dice. I don't know. It's not like Jordan Love just fell to the Packers either, which, you know, sometimes that happens if the guy they weren't expecting to be there, and that's why they picked him. They actually traded up to get him. I mean, it's just... They have to know or feel like Aaron Rodgers can't have more than two years, maybe what, max three years as their quarterback, right? That has to be it. I mean, that's just, you do not draft this guy in the first round unless you see your future in three years with a new quarterback. I just don't see how you do it. It just, they, they, they know something we don't, or they see something in Rodgers and they see him, they see something that maybe we don't see or, the other, you know, starting to see, but they'd see it happening quicker. So it's still, that was the surprise to me. One of the, that was up until Chiefs just drafted Edwards Hilaire. That was the biggest surprise for me. No, without a doubt. Me as well. And okay. So we've gone through all of the possibly fantasy relevant players that yep. can actually score points for your team. The last thing that I do want to ask you before we end the episode is obviously a lot of offensive linemen. Yep. went as well, which do, it really does play into fantasy relevance at times. Um, there's a few, obviously, that we could name off, but is there any one in particular that makes you more confident in, a, in an offensive player? I mean, I guess you could you could start off with saying the Bucks got, you know, went and got a, got a tackle for Brady, which is nice, you know, but I was still decently confident in that offense anyway. But I do like um, the Browns going and getting themselves an offense tackle. I like going getting a tackle for Baker. I'm still in on that offense. I'm not – most people have just kind of just written them off already, you know. Everyone was on board with the Browns at the beginning of last year. Obviously didn't quite work out. 
everyone's now out, right, on the Browns, but yet they added Austin Hooper and now they add to their offensive line with a top ten pick. I'm I'm on board with the with the with the whole Browns thing. I, I still am. And I think picking it getting a, getting you know some help on the offensive line is only gonna make this better because now they, they got Baker. Still I think he can be a good quarterback. You got Nick Chubb, you got a full season now of Kareem Hunt, you got Beckham, you got Landry, you got Hooper. This team is good. I think this team can be good. And they're actually going to fly under the radar a little bit, it seems like. Because no one wants to pick, other than Nick Chubb, no one wants to pick these guys this year. Odell's not getting any love, obviously. You know, Hooper's, he's decently ranked tight end because there's nobody at tight end. Baker, no one cares about Baker. I think that's a good pick, and I think it helps this offense, you know, quite a bit. Yeah, they're so. they're they're definitely my number one as well, and uh, you named it. I mean, they are chuck full of talent, and that's why it hurt so badly when they they were bad last year. But I think that pick really helped buoy my my belief that Baker could be a player. And I'll, I'll say it right now, he will be one of those guys that I target late, even if I yep. decide to go with another QB early. I will go and get him late because I think he has all the upside in the world, and he has all the talent around him now. And if he's not getting hit, if he gets back into playing football like he did his rookie year, man, he could be something good. I don't think one year should should take away from him. The other one that I do want to mention, and it, it affects less people, I think, but the New York Giants with the number four overall pick took Andrew Thomas, which is a, a very good tackle for from Georgia. Um, I think that one should help grow your, your security in Saquon, uh, number one. Um, just in case you did have worries, like, you know, everyone's going to say he might be the most talented back, but I worry about that team that should help with that. Um, I don't know if that necessarily makes him go up, but it should buoy the belief. And then the other one it does help with a little bit is maybe someone like Ingram, which I'm not completely sold on wide receivers yet, but I think, uh, someone like Ingram, if you have more time to get the ball out of your hands, it should help that entire receiving, uh, piece of the offense so that is an interesting one I don't know exactly where to um, say this is going to help the most but that that Browns one for sure I think that helps Baker tremendously yeah I you know actually coming to think about that they also signed um Jack Conklin this year too they did huge so both but and that's the only okay I will say that that's the only thing that kind of worried me when they said they were going to take uh a Wills and move him to the other tackle it always worries me when you say you're going to take a young guy and change his position immediately in the NFL. Uh, <laughs> but it, you pretty much rewrote both ends, right? Conklin yep. is a guaranteed guy. You know he can do the job. And then you got a very skilled tackle coming out of college that can be in the other side. And all of a sudden, you've pretty much reworked your entire offensive line you know, within a matter of a month. So yep. big kudos yep. to them. Well, and then just uh, – the other thing, speaking of Conklin leaving, the Tennessee Titans weren't going to screw around and let that offensive line suffer. They went and drafted Isaiah Wilson there at the end of the first to replace Conklin. They're not going to let Henry have any, you know, they're making sure he's he has a line to run behind. So that's still going to be their offense. That's their whole team. Run Derrick Henry, so they had to get another first-round lineman. So. But all right, that's probably it for the first round here. And, you know, still a lot to come, though. I mean, I thought we were going to say at the end of this, all the running backs are yet to be drafted. That changed. But all the ones we thought, the big names, I mean, <laughs> Edwards Edwards was like my fifth. He was my fifth ranked running back, I believe. So Edwards Hilaire was. So, yeah, we still got – you still got Taylor. You still got Swift. You still got Dobbins. There's, that's going to be some interesting stuff to talk about. So we'll – 
what next week's episode we come back next week we'll have a lot of running backs to talk about i'm sure and more receivers there's going to be receivers all over the board in the second and third too think about this as well and i don't have the actually i will pull it up right now the uh second round but if you're looking at that and you have three really high end uh running backs left i mean who are you thinking that it could possibly go to because i mean do you really think I mean, if Mixon is going to hold out, but I highly doubt the Bengals will take one. But, I mean, you hit uh, Detroit. You hit, uh, I mean, Miami will have another shot at, at pick number seven in the second round. I feel like Miami might take one. Detroit's not out of the not, – not, It's it depends on what they feel about carry-on. You know? Well, he's, he's always hurt. I feel yeah. like that would actually be a good place. It's it, That's an interesting one. Um, I mean, yeah. you have Jacksonville if they're going to let Fournette go. I mean, there's a lot of what ifs, but Tampa but then, Bay is sitting there got at Tampa 13. Sitting there. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so yeah. I think you're about to see a lot of running backs go. So that second round will be chocked full of, I believe, uh, more fancy relevant players. So definitely I, tune in tomorrow. Well, you still got some good receivers out there too. So, um, yeah, you know, T. Higgins. T. Higgins, yeah. T. Higgins oh, and, is there. And you have the Patriots sitting there. at uh, They traded down once again like, like New England always does. You know, God bless them. They're genius. But um, number five pick, they might be able to get a – I mean, they, they're going to get either a – they could get a top running back. I don't know if they want one. But a top running back or a top wide receiver. I I'm, I could feel – I feel like maybe maybe they do get a quarterback. Maybe it's – I feel like Jake Fromm feels like a Patriots quarterback to me. So God, It kind of does, actually. But I don't know, I, 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 I don't know why. I don't, I don't see that happening, but maybe. Pro- maybe. Probably not, though. I just don't – it's the Patriots, and I don't feel like they're picking a second-round quarterback. I just feel like they're waiting. There's some there's somebody else they want, right? And okay. I'm just looking at best available players and this just nothing to do with anything we're talking about. Why is mm-hmm. Brian Le, why is Brian Lewerke ranked two spots out of Shea Patterson? Come on. <laughs> Come on. Because uh, you know, MSU, we turn them out, man. Why is Brian Lewerke ranked as a best available quarterback at all? Come on. I, Come I'll on. be honest. Come on. Come on. I'm not sure. <laughs> <laughs> He's he's ranked as the tenth best available quarterback in the draft right now. Yeah, well, you know, I mean, you had Cousins, you had, uh, yeah, yeah, you had, uh, <laughs> yeah. We did have a few actually in the NFL at one time, but yeah. all right, <laughs> yeah, I don't know, I w- I wouldn't draft him. <laughs> but, all right, that that'll do it for today. Talk to you guys next week.